sweet ones. Welcome to another episode of the All That To Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Klein. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I believe that no matter where you are in your journey or what you've been through, there is more healing and wholeness and peace available to you. Today, we're going to talk a bit about childhood wounds. And just a little heads up, today's episode may be triggering to some as we're talking about trauma. Raise your hand, not that I can see you, if you were ever told as a child that you were quote unquote mature for your age. I know I sure did a lot. Now, it was meant as a compliment, and I think I probably took it as one every single time perhaps puffing up my chest a little bit, inwardly rolling my eyes at my childish peers. But let's think about this. Kids are supposed to be kids. Children are supposed to act their age. That's how you know that they are healthy and loved and secure. Because when a child is acting mature for her age, nine times out of 10, if I had to guess, It's because something is going on in her little world where she feels she has to act mature for her age, though she wouldn't put it that way. Maybe there's a wounding, an abandonment, some kind of chaos or trauma is occurring that's making her feel like she has to hold it all together, not be an additional burden, not add to the stress and chaos and drama. Just deal with the losses or keep something hidden that should be out in the open. That was me. That was me. That was me. Totally. And does this sound like perhaps it was also you? If so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to you now. And I'm so sorry to the little girl version of you. You were supposed to be loved and protected and nurtured and secure from day one. And if you weren't, I'm just so deeply sorry. Being a child of divorce, moving many times, changing schools, being bullied, those are all various forms of trauma. Those were all my forms of trauma. And if during childhood you lost a parent to death or your parents divorced or you were abused in any way, or you grew up in a home with mental illness or addiction, you too have suffered through trauma. Some of the things I went through as a child were minimized, even dismissed. And if this has happened to you, let me be a tender voice that says no one can tell you what you went through wasn't painful. If it were painful to you, then it was painful. In fact, another lovely little phrase you may be familiar with is this, kids are resilient. I believe what people mean is that if and when a child goes through something difficult, they'll bounce back. But I believe that children who go through difficult and painful things as children are imprinted. It becomes a part of who they are. Can they heal? Yes. Can they learn from that thing at some future point? Of course, yes. But they don't just bounce back because they're little, because they're young. In fact, I think people say this because they want kids to be resilient, to bounce back, because they don't want to have to take responsibility for the pain they caused said child or children. 
Also, when you go through any manner of hard things as a child, it forms your attachment style, which is something we all have. Authors Milan and Kay Yurkovich refer to our attachment style as our love style. They say everyone has one and that they are formed in primary attachments during our childhoods. And we either come out as adults as securely attached or unsecurely attached. I could do a whole episode on this alone, but if you're interested in looking into this more, there are a couple free online assessments that can help you learn more about yourself. And let me say, when I did this a couple years ago, it was an eye-opener and it helped bring healing and it brought some deeper vulnerability and understanding to my new marriage. Okay, so what's my point today? My point is this. If when you were a child, you were hurt or you suffered any of the traumas I shared earlier and you haven't looked back and taken stock, you might want to. I know, I know. Who wants to look back? Who would want to unearth that? Especially when we're grownups now and have these lives we're trying to manage. But I can tell you this, when we don't look back, when we don't name our reality and what happened to us or what didn't happen to us that was supposed to happen. First, we can suffer from what's called arrested development. This is basically where we sort of mentally or emotionally stall out at the age of our childhood trauma. And secondly, we can tend to live out our childhood patterns, those coping skills that we picked up in an attempt to protect ourselves or just survive even if they're no longer helpful, even if they're hurting us or other people. So though I don't want you to look back and stay looking back, that's the last thing I would want. I would like to gently recommend that you do some sort of that work if you never have before. It won't just benefit you, it would benefit every area of your life, including all of your other relationships. If you have perhaps a few what they call smaller T traumas. I've got a great course called Childhood Wounds that you could go through with some readings and reflection exercises. But honey, if you've been through the ringer, then I want to encourage you to find a good therapist who is trauma-informed and start taking some steps to heal and move forward. Perhaps you've heard the story of Hagar in the book of Genesis. She was a servant girl who was basically tossed aside because of jealousy. Okay, side note, before I go further, let me say that in the Bible, if you may not know this, there are some stories that are very hard to read and hard to understand. But the Bible is not just a 100% instruction book on how to live life. Some stories are simply an accounting of what happened between human beings in a certain point in history. This is one of those things. God isn't saying it's okay to be mean to someone and toss someone aside, okay? So Hagar was sent away to die, basically, but God stepped in. He took care of Hagar and her son in a really beautiful way, and you can read the story in Genesis 16. In verse 13, this is what's recorded. So Hagar called the name of the Lord who spoke to her, You are a God of seeing. For she said, truly here, I have seen him who looks after me. 
we have a God who sees us. We have a God who bends down to us in our brokenheartedness. We have a God who weeps with us. We have a God who brings us healing, who restores us, who wants to redeem our pain. And he wants to do that for you, no matter what you've been through. I will put links to the course, to a Christian counseling website where you can search for local therapists and to the Love Styles online assessment in the show notes. So sweet ones, all that to say, whether your childhood were idyllic or you weren't given the love and security and protection you deserved as a child in whatever form that looked like for you, you have always been and are now the unconditionally beloved daughter of our compassionate God who sees. And he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love.